Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Here's Armstrong and Getty. It's a little something called Friday. Live from Studio C. Oh, C's It's a dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everyone, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Perseverance. Perseverance? It's not like uh, Dan Rather signing off with courage. Now, Perseverance, uh, or Percy as they call it, charmingly, the Mars probe that landed Oh, yesterday. the Mars probe. You're not just, uh, you're not like a, ca- a daily calendar that I've got on my desk. Grit! <laughs> right, exactly, with a picture of a mountain goat heading up the steep slope or something like that. <laughs> a cat hanging on for its deal. Perseverance. Perseverance. That's the name of the rover? Exactly. Uh, cool, yeah, we'll be talking about that later. Crank up that music, Michael, man. It is an intermation party, and uh, Joe said in the pre-show meeting, yes, believe it or not, we have a meeting before the show, and it still turns out this way. <laughs> um, uh, in the pre-show meeting, Joe said he had so much stuff, so that's very exciting. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I got nothing. Move swiftly. I got nothing. I got nothing. Um, One, two, three. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was really into, uh, well, if you've been listening this week, you know, I'm super into the Mars stories. I've I, I brought it up several times, and I was uh, I, I was excited when my phone dinged and it said it successfully landed yesterday afternoon, because about half the missions have not made it uh, over the years. This is the ninth time, but I was a little, it took down the excitement a tiny bit, just a tiny bit. It's still absolutely amazing. I'm still into it. I can't wait till the full color, high def pictures start to roll in. Not just the black and white grainy that could be anything picture we got yesterday, mm-hmm. um, but I was a little it took down the excitement just a little bit when I found out there are three that are landing this month: us, China, and UAE, or somebody, Russia, uh, somebody. I don't know. Let me restore your excitement, my friend. I just read that same thing. This is the third of three probes to contact Mars this week. The other two. The dirty communist probe and the UAE, who knew they had probes? They just orbited, just orbited and took pictures. They're not actually landing. Please, that's a, I can do that. third graders in the United States right. that can design that probe. I go to Walmart, I buy a drone, I send it up there, it orbits Mars. Big deal. Exactly, exactly. So, so we're landing. We're still way ahead. Driving around and flying around a little drone that we got, a little helicopter drone that comes with the Perseverance. I did think that we got to stop with the jivey names. I understand how that was kind of cool Jivey. back in the day. It's just that we're we're a different society now. We need we need Rovey McRove face and stuff like that to get kids excited. Not ingenuity and perseverance and things like Jivey. that. I think, I think we need to, we need to go more social media. We need to go more meme economy. We yes. need to come up with clever names. I, I wish my motivational mountain goat would kick you right in the head. I can't believe you'd mock our great probe, our, our rover. I think like if you had a, a national online. Name the rove, rover thing. You mm-hmm. get way more attention for it, and it ends up being Rovey McRove face. But people would pay attention. Red rover, red rover. Uh huh. Yeah. Quite amazing. We might figure out if there was ever life on Mars. So. Landed yes. it in a lake bed, like a, a river delta. They think. They I mean, think right there. You got the billions of years old uh, water it down there. Looks kind of dried up lately. Looks pretty obviously to be a lake bed. Yeah, it's hard to imagine yeah. how else it would end up that way. 
why all those Martians that bought that lakefront property, I mean, probably at a premium price, they had to be really disappointed when it dried up. I mean, that's a drag. Yeah, the the uh, Sean brought this up yesterday, the idea that if we discover that, yeah, there's there's life, there's a, there, there was even intelligent life that lived there, but somehow it didn't make it. That'd be mm. kind of a... Yeah, although, excuse me. <clears throat> Look at that. It, it appears uh, to be a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> uh, the, the, the NASA feller yesterday was saying, uh, oh, do we, we probably have that clip. Do we have the clip? He was saying... Uh, that uh, life did not survive because they did not have a space program. We oh. have a space program, and if we have to leave Earth, we'll leave. Wow. That was, was that a threat? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, if the life was microbial, you can't exactly kick them for not having a space program. Hey, I'm an amoeba <laughs> over here. <laughs> hey, Earth, start treating us better, or we'll find somewhere else to live. <laughs> we could heat up that planet, too, if we wanted. Check the lease. Um... So lots of news to catch up on today, and uh, do you get excited about Friday? See, I don't, but I, I, I get the sense that most people do, so I play along, but Friday doesn't really mean any less uh, anything for me. Well, yeah, I get it. You're a dad. You got mm. the kids. Uh, I'm the empty nester, so yes, I'm excited about it. Okay. I am going to screw around like crazy for the next 48 hours. <laughs> right after zero screwing yeah. around in my life. After this circus is over. God, both my kids had horrifying wrecks on their scooters last night. I'll have to talk about that later. Including Sam chipping a tooth. We're concerned for a while that his jaw was broken. Almost ran his tooth through his lower lip. Blood, swelling, so much going on. It was difficult for, again, crying and thrashing about. It was difficult for a while to figure out exactly what the injuries were. Uh, And that's a a grown-up tooth, too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's your your real tooth. Hello. Henry, who is crying, can't quite figure out how they had separate wrecks. Did you wreck or did you just like kind of have a, I should wreck too? A sympathy wreck? A sympathy wreck. Can't Wait quite a minute, think. he's getting lots of attention. You have no visible injuries, but uh, you're crying also. But, you're, you know, you just saw your big brother get really, really hurt. So kind of kind of confusing as to what was going on there. Anyway. They're both laying there. They got ice packs on. There's crying. There's snot. There's everybody's wailing. It's, it's quite the deal. And, um, and Henry says, you know how people say sometimes you look back and laugh at this? This is not one of those times. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you write down his quotes? <laughs> the kid is a quote machine. <laughs> I don't know why that popped into his head. Anyway, uh, you know, it's teamwork that makes the dream work. And that's why we introduce everybody in the squad. There's our, TD, our technical director, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Mike? I'm doing okay, but I think I've learned a lesson here. When you find a deodorant that you really like, you just stick with it. I made, exactly. the, mis- I made the mistake of trying to go a little cheaper, and I smell really flowery this morning. You think you're ready for Mountain Peak, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought this was a manly deodorant. You know, it's got a nice manly label on it. I put sure. it under my arms this morning, and I smell like flowers. Yeah. And so it's just oh, like, boy. yeah. Nothing wrong with flowers, Michael. Yeah, I saw Sean nuzzling your neck earlier. I wondered what was going on. <laughs> the names of deodorants, that should be its own topic. We should just like go through all the, uh, the, the possible names that, for instance, Old Spice has. They're all ridiculous. Deodorant right. or name for Mars Rover. <laughs> <laughs> Action I'm trying peak. to remember what the scent of mine is. <laughs> cool Breeze or something like that? Oh, Cool remember. Breeze, that's a good one. I can't read something like that. Mine's, An aggressive scent. <laughs> mine's like a Mountain Meadow or something like that. Oh, yeah, that sounds wholesome. Um, I don't know that I can tell that much difference between Mountain Meadow and you know Summer Lake 
or or whatevs. But I picked the wrong one, so. (laughs) (laughs) The ladies will be flocking to you today, if there were anybody in the workplace. Um, There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing quite well, and uh, I am just delighted to have discovered yet another time. Well, I didn't discover this. The Internet discovered it. But the Simpsons have once again predicted the future. People of Springfield, because of the epidemic, I have canceled my vacation to the Bahamas. I shall not leave the city. Hey, you! Get that steel drum out of the uh, mayor's office. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> wow. Oh, that Beautiful. is funny. That is funny. So it pans out, and it has him in his suit jacket with, like, board shorts on, and then the, there's the beach in front of the, the, the backdrop that they put wow. up Wow, and the Simpsons so went with that, because that'd be hilarious that, that anybody would do that. But how many teachers have done that? Ted Cruz going to Cancun, obviously, is what brought this forward. But the teachers that have said, you know, this is a, the, the pandemic is horrible. You can't go there and then. You pan. Who's the Who's the guy? He was, was a governor, was, wasn't he? A governor, some politician, another Texas governor, I think it wasn't it. Who, who threw a sweater oh. on and pretended that he was somewhere? He was at home. Oh, was, was that a guy for? Where was he from? Was that a Michigan guy? Indiana, or? someplace. I don't know. Colorado. We'll it was one up. of your shutdowny states, but which the, has made it uh, what made it worse. But the Simpsons presenting that like that would be ridiculous. No, people actually did that. People actually did that. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is How Did It Get to Be Friday? You're so excited. February 19th, the year 2021. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin then officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Touch on confirmed. Perseverance safely on the surface of Mars. Ready to begin seeking the sands of past life. Understood about 30% of that, but they sound excited. Uh, I, I like the moment when the head guy there, he, he took the contingency plan in case the thing wrecked, and he tore it in half and threw it over his shoulder. There you go. We don't yes. need this, you see, because we yes. didn't wreck. Success. Do you understand? Um, it seems they're all a little little social media meme ready there in the uh, in the room, ready to go. Uh, it's your your opportunity to go viral. It would seem as a NASA yeah, scientist, well, which you get well, to. You everybody else to does these days, right? To get funding and everything. Yeah. Um. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's very good. But first, get your steak knives ready. We have cow clips of the week. Fantastic. Uh, learning more about the giant st- stimulus plans. There's more than one that are coming out and what are in them. If you haven't heard what school board members think about you behind your back, if you're not into this story, man, you got to stick around if you didn't catch that yesterday because it's absolutely amazing. And as people outraged all over the country, and they should be, uh, caught on a hot mic. So all that's on the way. Good stuff. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The COVID could have been spreading around China as early as September of 2019, based on new data that is out from the WHO that they're struggling to get because China is not uh, cooperating, which I can't believe the world is putting up with. But continuing to try to sell them on the harebrained theory that it was some sort of ferret badger Badger, beaver, beaver, squirrel, or something like that that was spreading the damn thing was out of that lab. Uh, But more on that later. And some really good news about the Pfizer vaccine. Great news. So stay tuned. Mailbag is coming up in a moment or two. Easy there, Michael. Easy. Right now, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cal Clips of the Week. 
of beef sticks. Fried chicken bouquet. The attack was unprecedented in audacity and scope. Russian spies went rummaging through the digital files of the U.S. Departments of Justice, State, Treasury, Energy and Commerce. The schools are much better there. Plus, there are so many good restaurants you can walk to. COVID did not get into the nursing homes by people coming from hospitals. COVID got into the nursing homes by staff walking into the nursing home. To 66 million of that money went to voter conduct, contact. Where'd the other money go? Gonna drive But I want you to know this, Mitch McConnell, McConnell was indispensable to Donald Trump's success. This morning, temperatures plummeted below freezing in parts of every single state. They want to pick on us because right. they want their babysitters back. It's not because our DNA is different. It's not because we're special human beings. It's because of our freedom. It's because of the founding documents and all those rights that we have where they come from. That reminds me, we've got to get to uh, what is now being known about Governor Cuomo of New York, that not only should he not be president of the United States, he shouldn't be governor of New York, he shouldn't be a public servant of all, because he's a piece of crap. And everybody should be maybe a mob enforcer or something like that. And everybody is finally admitting that this piece of crap has been running New York, him and his family, for years. More on that later. Yeah. Mailbag. Freedom, love, and quote of the day from the great Frederick Douglass. Read Tim Sandifer's Frederick Douglass, self-made man. Those who profess to favor freedom and yet depreciate agitation. Wait, I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, wait a minute, agitation, protesting and stuff, that's what the left does. Hey, conservative friends, wake up. They have the media. They have the academia. They have the government at this point. If you want to change your world, maybe your school board is abusing your kids, for instance. Maybe your teacher's union isn't doing the right thing. you got to start agitating. So back to Frederick Douglass. Those who profess to favor freedom and yet depreciate agitation are people who want crops without plowing the ground. They want rain without thunder and lightning. They want the ocean without the roar of its many waters. The struggle may be a moral one, or it may be a physical one, or it may be both, but it must be a struggle. Power concedes nothing without a demand. It never did, and it never will. That's one of my favorite all-time quotes. Power concedes nothing without a demand. It never has, and it never will. Right. Show up to that school board meeting. Hammer your congressperson. When your neighbor spouts nonsense about we can't open the schools till it's safe, oppose them. Those who profess to favor freedom and yet depreciate agitation are people who want crops without plowing the ground. And that, that would include me. I expect Courage. them all to do the things I want without actually going to the city council meeting or the school board meeting or whatever. Moving on to the correspondence proper, uh, Eric the Golf Pro writes, Gents, come on, take it easy on Uncle Ted. Ted Cruz, you know, um, we are all human. Um, we all fall short, plus um, it was an early vacation. <laughs> <laughs> We'll play it, Eric. Not cool getting Ted Cruz's wife's text messages. We'll have to talk about that later. That's oh, no. not a good direction for the world to go. I did not see And that. published them. Those Twitter's fine with people's hacked text messages, but the what was the story that they wouldn't print because it was hacked material? 
That was the uh, the oh, Hunter Biden stuff. Turned out to be bull crap. They were fine with uh, printing uh, his wife's texts for some reason. Are we sure these were hacked? Yeah. I don't know where they came from. But wherever Let's they came see. from, they, they they his wife didn't put them out. Jack writes, not you, Jack, another Jack writes, the other day you guys discussed the point uh, of view of the woke crowd accusing our institutions of being racist, specifically the way we assess grading of academic studies like math. That's right. Uh, the way math taught is racist because uh, they insist on the right answer, among other things. This is a completely racist notion that African-American people cannot be good in academics based on their skin color. We're so fortunate that the African-American women featured in the movie Hidden Figures, who were instrumental in the calculations necessary to put a man on the moon, used racist math. Not the 2 plus 2 equals 5 version, but the 2 plus 2 equals 4 version. When the left implies that people of color cannot be successful uh, in our society, implies that they are incapable of being smarter, smarter than their white counterparts. Self-inflicted racism. Speaking of landing on Mars, uh, some other suggestions for the rover other than perseverance. I suggested Roe v. McRoe face. Uh, Roe v. Wade. I don't know. That seems too political. <laughs> Roe v. Wade. <laughs> or Rover Cleveland. I like that one. <laughs> I wish we had time for <laughs> That is pretty good. I wish we had time for this one from uh, Randy in New Jersey. It is a note attempting to explain what Jack has accused me of as being too quick to go to cannibalism during <laughs> during a disaster. Uh, Randy with a really clever note. Uh, stay tuned for that. Plus the abusive school board in California. Have you heard this? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. As suggested by Randy in beautiful Forbes, New Jersey, that's the... The uh, hit song, sort of, by the Bowies in 1970, Timothy. Uh, Randy writes, Joe's fascination with cannibalism doesn't come as a surprise when you remember how he ate Timothy back in that mine cave-in in the 1970s. Yes, Timothy, one of the most notable songs in the short-lived and unpopular genre of cannibalism rock. <laughs> I don't know that song. That was back when there was lots of topical pop music, you know, like Billy, Don't Be a Hero, people going off to war uh-huh. or people crashing their cars or, you know, uh, more elaborate plots. But uh, here's uh, here's your lyrics to the song Timothy by the Bowies. And we have the video linked at armstrongandgetty.com. Trapped in a mine that had caved in and everyone knows the only ones left were Joe and me and Tim. When they broke through to pull us free, the only ones left to tell the tale were Joe and me. Hungry as hell, no food to eat, and Joe said that he would sell his whole soul for just a piece of meat. Water enough to drink for two, and Joe said to me, I'll have a swig, and there's some for you. Timothy, Timothy, Joe was looking at you. Timothy, Timothy, wow. God, what did we do? See, I just assumed that was some sort of love song, you know, a typical, she ran off with Timothy, and he wishes he was him or something. No, I didn't know it was an eating, a, a eating Timothy song. Cannibalism rock. Here, let me hit you with the last verse. I must have blacked out just around then, because the very next thing I could see was the light of day again, my stomach as full as can be, and nobody ever got around to finding Timothy. Timothy. Wow. 
Uh, maybe they, they don't have, write them like that anymore, and we're all grateful. Maybe the headline of the day is the Pfizer vaccine. Yes, indeed, the COVID nineteen vaccine developed by Pfizer. I reject silent letters and BioNTech generates robust immunity after one dose. Now, keep in mind, this is one of the vaccines that everybody had been saying all along. You need a dose, and then a month later, another dose. Uh, 85% effective in preventing symptomatic disease about two to four weeks after it's administered, according to a peer-reviewed study conducted by the Israeli government. Um, and and so uh, the, the finding is, they say, vindication in the Wall Street Journal, of the approach taken by the U.K. government to delay a second dose by up to 12 weeks so it could use limited supplies to deliver a single dose to more people. Yeah, they made that decision a while back, which um, seemed definitely is a good one in retrospect. I thought it was a good one at the time. Let's get as many first doses out as possible rather right. than holding back. Right, exactly. And even more surprising to me, granted, I'm not a scientist, but... Why wearing the lab out, coat? Yeah, why, what with the lab coat and the... It, it the goggles, pull chicks. It pulls chicks. <laughs> These days, uh, science is very hot. That's true. Doctor yeah. Fauci wasn't he one of the sexiest men, according to people? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't read that crap. Anyway, uh, but even more surprising, perhaps the the Pfizer thing can be stored in ordinary freezers instead of the ultra cold temperatures that we've been hearing all along. They didn't try that. Wait a second. Wait a second. When I heard the headline that this can be stored in regular temperatures, I thought, okay, that's the additional benefit, is that it's the one. This is the one that you had to store it at 600 degrees below zero. You had to be on Mars to store this thing. Yeah. But it turns out, well, actually, you don't. You could just put it in a regular freezer. Nobody checked that? Isn't that like how you figure out how cold it has to be? <laughs> yeah, it turns out, yeah, who, who said that originally? Now, keep in mind, this cannot be transported or stored except 150 below. <laughs> and nobody ever questioned them what? or something? Was, that, it, was it a talk show host in a lab coat who said that? <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Seems like an oversight. You? It can be stored, uh, transported and stored at uh, between minus 13, minus 5 degrees Fahrenheit, similar to a consumer freezer, Pfizer and BioNTech said. Turns out you can, drink vaccines... it, you can drink it at room temperature. <laughs> and the, the, currently the vaccine's label says it must be stored at between uh, 60 and 80 degrees Celsius, requiring sophisticated equipment. Wow, that's, uh, well, that's really good news then. So you don't have to have a super special lab to be able to uh, to take it in. And obviously, transporting it changes completely. That's, the, that's one of the biggest things, yeah. Because I've mailed lots of medical stuff with my son that, that has to be below a certain temperature, and it's pretty easy to do. You put styrofoam and uh, dry ice and all that sort of stuff so that they yeah. can ship it a lot easier. So they're trying to get approval from the FDA to go ahead and store it, you know, in, in your uh, chest freezer, in your, in your, uh, uh, garage next to your frozen pizzas. Yes, Michael. Uh, I'm thinking someone yes. had a special government contract uh, for these special freezers. Uh, that's a possibility. Wait a minute. That is definitely Wait a possibility. A I could see. Now, listen, this is not an accusation. This is just an act of imagination. But I could see, I don't know, I'm a guy with Pfizer, and my, my cousin or my, my brother-in-law or whatever runs a super freezer company. And I think, you know what? If I claim this thing needs to be super frozen, nobody's going to question me. I don't know. And Seems nobody crazy, did. But... And then uh, That's you how you end have... up eating Timothy. Exactly. Early studies showed about 52% effectiveness after one dose of the Pfizer thingy, but they didn't differentiate between like immediately then after two weeks or four weeks because the single dose, your body gears up its uh, its response. 
<coughs> excuse me. <coughs> oh, it's the COVID. <coughs> no, he's got it's it too bad. Late for me. Yep. Of course, oh, coronavirus. Are they still mostly doing all these tests against the old COVID virus that is no longer going to be the COVID virus we're talking about here in just a couple of weeks? Well, th- theoretically, or from, based on everything I've heard, the variants thus far respond to the vaccine. So it's still fine. I hope so. Um, I just got this headline. The rover Perseverance, mindful of the optics of leaving Earth in the middle of a crisis, has hastily boarded a return flight from Mars. <laughs> That's funny. See you in six months, Perseverance. <laughs> Mars, unlike Cancun, is also very, very cold. Ted Cruz has come back from Cancun. We'll talk more about that later. What's the other headline that I really wanted to get to uh, that I thought that was very important? I just flitted out of my head. Was it the the new Mortal Kombat trailer that dropped yesterday? No, it wasn't that. Um, That's the headline in my house. Is that a video game? Uh, Yes, yeah. Okay, well, I'll have to talk about that later because my kids are so super into video games. Uh, wait, Wait for them on this one. Okay. Yeah. Not for the children. You know, while you're trying to think of that, I have another COVID-related note that I found very, very interesting. Now, some have taken the leap toward, I hate to use the word conspiracy because it's so charged these days, a deliberate manipulation of science. Um, I'm not sure uh, I buy it, but it's mighty suspicious. Earlier this month, without fanfare, on the day of the inauguration... Uh, a number of labs around the country and health authorities and the World Health Organization said, hey, the way you're testing, uh, the, the, like Jack, your test tube full of spit, mm-hmm. the way you're doing COVID testing, you're getting way too many false positives. You're getting way too many cases that aren't cases. So let's change the testing in this way to, uh, to, to be more accurate. And so, one of the reasons we've seen a rapidly declining number of cases since Inauguration Day is they're testing differently. Oh, wow, well, that's worth knowing. It's something called the cycle threshold for COVID-19 testing, the number of cycles you do, which I could explain to you because it took me about 10 minutes of reading to comprehend it, but just trust me on this. The more cycles you do, the more likely you are to have a false positive. And okay. they've said, we got to reduce it from 43 to 35. In fact, they said anything above 35 is going to be wildly inaccurate. Okay, that's fine. If, they, if they've decided, you know, we're all learning. Uh, we started from scratch and we're all learning. Uh, but if they've decided this is a better way to do it, fine. But then you can't compare the numbers like they're apples to apples because obviously they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very frustrating. And I'm reading this on uh, a, a Missouri website. Uh, they're talking about the, uh, the the local health authorities, but they're going uh, line by line in the various press releases and stuff, and they are crafted in such a way as to not make clear that the testing regimen has been changed. It, it appears to be deliberately uh, obtuse. So there you go. We'll keep an eye on that. We have got to break because we want to get this story to you. If you haven't heard the caught on mic school board members mocking you for wanting your kids in school, this is this is what, uh, well, you're going to be furious when you hear it. I did want to get to the story of how Great Britain has gone all California and decided that Uber drivers need all the, uh, all the, the rights and luxuries of regular employees. So that's going to doom Uber in Great Britain as Western society continues to decide to outlaw employment. Uh, very troubling story. But this uh, school board thing that we played yesterday is all the rage. I'm going to get mad again hearing it. Good. I know I am. Red-faced is so entertaining. (laughs) That's next. Armstrong and Getty. 
interesting article in the New York Times we'll have to get get to later, quoting a bunch of doctors who are frustrated that the media is really underselling the effectiveness of the vaccines. The vaccines are one of the great miracles of modern science, and they're not being treated that way. So stay tuned for that. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I saw that. I think it has to do with clickbait as well. So uh, stay tuned. Got this uh, note from alert listener Sarah and many other people yesterday pointing out the hot mic moment that took place at the Oakley, California school district uh, meeting, school board meeting. A, a nice lady, a mom, had written them a, uh, a letter, an email, about how concerned and worried she was about her kids being out of school and how important it was to get them back in, etc. Uh, we read part of that note yesterday. It could not have been more respectful, more gentle, more positive, more complimentary. And yet, when the school board members uh, saw it and read it, they decided to mock you idiot parents who really want your kids back in school. Uh, let's go ahead and start with, uh, I lost my place. Where's that first clip? Just let it roll, Sean. Kim, I was just thinking right now, just to encourage you. Yeah. People, it's easy to hide behind a screen and put in oh, phones yeah. now. But when you're face to face with people, it's a whole different. It's a whole different ball game. You know, well, what's funny is that uh, uh, she's friends with who I went to Idol Tower, and the, it was posted on my social media. Someone else posted it. It's like whatever. I wasn't doing anything bad. I could. I really. I honestly don't care about that part. But you know what? Are we alone? Yeah. No. <laughs> Bitch, if you're going to call me out, I'm going to f*** you up. <laughs> Sorry, that's just me. <laughs> Hiding behind a screen. To write like an email sort of... and say, hey, my kids need to be in school, and uh, why aren't they? Signed, and, and she points out, look, I'm a longtime parent and volunteer. You know me. You've worked with me, blah, blah, blah. Hiding behind a screen. Hey, there's a lot of us parents be more than happy to say this to your face. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Biatch, I'm going to F you up? For wow. daring to question why we uh, haven't opened the schools yet. Right. Roll on. Clip 21, Sean. You know, they forget that there's real people on the other side of those those letters that they're writing. Yes. We're real community members. We have kids or have known kids that have gone to these schools. Right. Have an invested interest in this process, and they don't know what we right. do behind the scenes. And it's really unfortunate exactly. that they want to pick on us because right. they want their babysitters back. Right. 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 They want their babysitters back. That's why parents are trying to get their kids in school, just because they want babysitters. It's not educating your kids. Kids are depressed. Kids are having anxiety problems. Older kids are committing suicide. It's not that. It's just they want their babysitters back. Right, you stupid, lazy parents. What's the matter with Falling you? behind. There are studies saying you might lose this many X hundred thousands of dollars over your lifetime for having missed a year of education? No, no, you just want your babysitter back. And the contemptuous idea that parents just want a babysitter so they can work is bad enough. But wait, there's more. I totally hear that because my brother had a, a delivery. Yeah, my brother had a delivery service for medical marijuana. The high clientele were parents with their kids in school. <laughs> that's awesome 
And so when you got when you got your kids at home, no more fighting, no more yes, my dog. So obviously that uh, little exchange was about how people want their kids in school so they can smoke pot during the day. They want a babysitter so they can smoke pot. Now, I appreciate that board member who pushed back in that. Oh, that's right. There weren't any. There weren't. It just laughs, just laughs at the expense of the stupid pot smoking parents who are hiding behind the screens, wanting their kids back in school. Unbelievable. That is. It's absolutely freaking unbelievable. Everyone should be outraged. You know, I don't know how many school boards have that attitude, but clearly the, you know, a whole bunch of teachers unions have the attitude that educating kids is not that important. So something's driving that. Right, right. Now, one of the the uh, the board members has resigned. I think it was... Oh, they uh, should th- all have had to resign immediately. I get back, it gets back to your quote of the day from earlier in the show. We need to start agitating more, us regular people, when we don't feel like we should have to put up with this level of government. They're serving at your pleasure. you got to go if that's your attitude about kids. I agree completely, 100%. Hit us with 23, Sean. Have that ready to go, would you? I'm going to f*** you up. (laughs) Yeah, see, I believe that's the lady who resigned. The, they just want their babysitters person. Where are they? The... Yeah, my brother delivered marijuana, and that's why they want their babysitters back. What, what's up with him? I mean, the the biatch, I'm going to F you up. I mean, obviously, that's exciting and nasty and inappropriate. But it's, you know, if somebody wants to say something stupid like that, oh, go ahead. That doesn't affect me. It's the people who made calm, definitive, you know, not sexy statements that showed their contempt for parents and their concerns that's the problem it's not a chick dropping the f-bomb i don't care yeah sure the attitude is the bigger problem than uh you know using the b-word um how could they possibly get to continue to serve on your school board when that is their attitude about you getting your kids back in school yeah so uh outrageous Lisa Brizendine has resigned from her position, is off the website. Uh, superintendent made a long, mewling apology. He's probably sincere. I don't know. Um, in response, many parents have been calling for the resignations of all the board members in the sure. tape. They've started an sure. online petition calling for the board to, be resigned, to resign or be recalled. They all should have to go, without a doubt. Yeah. And that's not cancel culture. That's you're not serving the people. Right, exactly. Or you come out with an apology that's not, I'm sorry I said an F. No, you come out with an apology explaining why what you said does not represent your attitudes toward kids and parents and, and education and the rest of it. And if we buy it, you don't, you get to keep your job. But if we, the parents of that district, don't, you're out. There's a protest planned at the school, by the way. I think it's today. Well, with all government positions, it should be if we think there's somebody yeah, that would do a, today. if there's somebody we feel like would do a better job for us, that's who should be in there. That's the way all government positions should be. Right. Now we have the video because there's the delightful visual part of it at Armstrongandgetty.com. You find it really easily, Armstrongandgetty.com. Send it to your friends and then agitate like Frederick Douglass said. Get those damn schools open. I haven't seen the video. What's the uh, what's the uh, video quality add to the situation? Yeah, it's just they're having a good chuckle. 
Just seeing their self-satisfied faces. While people are struggling, and I mean struggling, because I've been that person, and I know those people right now whose kids are still uh, at home, struggling every single damn day to deal with multiple kids and multiple chat rooms while you're trying to do all the normal stuff you regularly do, and they're all depressed and missing their friends. It's freaking awful. It's awful. Well, plus your contemptuous little mention of parents wanting their babysitters back. There's a lot of parents who can't work or they've had to cut back on their hours. And so they're enduring terrible financial hardship as well while you chuckle about the babysitter. Man, that is outrageous. It really is. I'm glad to see it getting the attention it is. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Send all your friends the link. <sighs> You're right. We got mad. We got mad again. It's, it's well, how could you listen to that and not get mad? Well, you ought to get mad. There are times you should get mad. We need to demand more from our, using my finger quotes, public servants. Yeah. Who feel like they can do anything and draw a paycheck and get a pension eventually. Here, here. Well, and schools are a hotbed of this sort of either contempt or or perverse ideology. Got a story about this football coach who said, hey, some of the stuff getting taught to my middle schooler is it's wrong. He got fired for protesting the woke uh, curriculum. Armstrong and Getty.